How many of you guys have heard balance? Huh? Unbalanced. I'm a totally unbalanced dude, okay? It's, uh, in fact, that's why I always told Barb, but it's, I, I, I shouldn't say that. Um, so I won't. I'm actually going to do that. So, but uh, hey, here's the thing. Um, just in the natural, I'm not asking this, this isn't a trick question, but if somebody came to you with good news, what would be good news to any one of you? Just give me anything. It doesn't really matter. Your debt is paid. That's good news, right? But let's balance that out. Does that give you any assurance? Uh, how about, uh, how about, um, how about you got a $10,000 a year raise at work? Right? Rumiko, you go, sweetie, I got a $10,000 a year raise at work. Right? And then the next thing out of your mouth is, but let's balance that out. We're not, we don't really know if we have it. Because we need to get our faith up or get this up or do that. See how it destroys faith, the very thing you wanted to do? And so, um, you guys know how I get these messages. Just, I, I end up talking to religious people. And it just drives me bonkers, man. Because I'm like, Jesus is so unbalanced. But I hear all these big ministries and people trying to balance something. So I wanted to actually talk about balance. And I saw Josh. Hey, where, yeah, where'd he go? I just saw Josh somewhere. Um, oh, there, yeah, back there. So I saw him. Uh, he knows what I'm talking about with uh, Francois Dutrois. The only balance in Scripture, I'm going to show you what it really means. It's beautiful. So if you, if you ever hear balance, um, I just wrote some notes. But if somebody's telling you to balance something, just know you're hearing religion and it's going to kill you. No, and, I, and I'm just letting it rip because I was trying to be polite to a lot of these ministries before. I'm like, you know what? It's killing people. I just, I, I'm so tired of it. Because you balance this, balance that. It's really good news, Lisa. Your debt's paid, but you've got to balance this thing. He's not going to give it to you until you're ready. Does that produce any kind of excitement and joy? Because now the focus is back on me, so I don't get it until I'm ready. Follow me? Does that, does that make sense to any of you guys? And Jesus is not that way. He says, everything heaven has to offer, he's already blessed you. Aorist, active tense. It's done deal. You got it. Follow me? So I wrote a couple notes here. I said, uh, uh, anytime you hear balance, it's like this. It's like, hey, it's not all grace. You got to balance this thing. What have you done to deserve anything? Then it sounds like it's all grace to me. Does that make sense? Um, and I just wrote in here too, I said, I just don't think he'll ever say this where we get there and go, thanks for preaching balance, Mike, because I'm really not as good as people think. I just don't believe that. And so, um, let's see, what did I, I wrote some notes before I start this. Uh, most are taught you need balance. Um, Shockingly, God says you're a son with an amazing inheritance. The life you now get to live is Christ himself. You have already been, you, your balance is you are in the great I am. So, when it, when, see, a lot of people get confused because they look at Paul's writings and he says, be reconciled. Why does it say be reconciled versus do something to become reconciled? Because you are reconciled. Does that make sense? He says, he became poor so that you became rich. See, being rich just means, man, I'm going to be rich from now on. It's just be that, because that's what you are. You're not trying to work for it. Does that make sense? Religion will always give you an if or a but or a, a something, and they go, it's, he's, he preaches the most unbalanced message in the world. In fact, the only balance you're going to get good, you're going to get excited about it. So, or they go, uh, uh, you can't just preach grace, Mike. That's too easy. Right? Do, do you guys know what gospel means? Good news. So if I told you your debt's paid, but how good is the news? See, the gospel literally means the too good to be true news. And so I just believe that literally that's what it means. The two, but we've grown up in the Western church, so we just think, oh, the gospel. It's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And then you read it, and it doesn't even sound like good news to most of you because he's preaching hyper-law to those guys. 
Uh, and he's going, listen, you can't even have enough faith to move that mountain. A lot of people are trying to work up this little mustard seed, and you can't do it. What he's trying to do is go, if, you, if, you, if it's dependent on your faith, you can't even produce anything. He goes, you need to depend on my faith. And then that religious mountain called the law is going to move for you. Has how many of you guys have been building your faith pretty much your whole life? Has anybody ever moved a mountain? You little faith, you losers, you. Because it's not us. It's not, we can't produce anything. We truly are the branch, and he's the vine, and we've got, we got to depend completely on him. So let's, let's uh, uh, so I, I wrote, hey, stop trying to get there and realize you are. I am. You're in the great I am. Isn't that good news? All right, so let's talk about the only balance that he ever talks about. And uh, I just wrote, hey, it's way better than you learned in church or some ministry, etc." So, uh, Josh, this is what um, Francois de Troyes talks about. So, the original, um, Adam and Eve, they were created in whose image? God's image, right? In the likeness of him in every way, wasn't it? And they were planted in the Garden of Eden. You guys know what Eden means? Pleasure. Pleasure. So you know why we're going to do wings and worship? It's pleasurable to me. I enjoy it. It's awesome, right? And you know what? He's in me watching that fight just like everything else. And, and uh, you're, no, you're no better off than, because I don't do that, I don't do this, I don't go to the beach, I don't know. Well, you're stupid. Just enjoy life. It's like, like in my opinion, I go, I, I'm in this to have fun. Does that, does that make sense? It's like, the only guy sitting on the outside was the religious guy that the father is trying to plead for him to come in. Come in, there's a party in here. Have fun. No, no, I've served you my whole life. That's the problem. I, the fatted calf's been slain. You can have it. The whole thing's yours. You don't have to work for it anymore. Come and enjoy wings and worship. Does that make sense? Right? I just need, uh, yeah, I, know, I love it. So I love it. So, Reg, don't choke on any bone. Right? Okay, you're over that good. All right, amen. All right, so the balance, I'm gonna show you what this, literally what balance, what righteousness actually means in the Hebrew. It's so beautiful, but the balance was this, is Adam and Eve were created in his image to just enjoy the fellowship between the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, to be in a family, and that's how they were created from day one. Does that, does that make sense? It wasn't this, oh, I need to go serve this guy, because that's kind of weird to me. Our kids don't serve me, and she doesn't serve me. We're in this union together. It's a, it's, a, it's a joyful thing that we get to enjoy each other. My kids get to enjoy being part of my family. Does that make sense? So that's just what we do. Follow me? It's, it's supposed to be this joyful, pleasurable thing that, where I wanted to make it where, man, I, I want to be part of that family for my kids, and I want her to be part of... Am I doing okay? We have, we have fun, don't we? Yeah, okay. All right. So... Uh, I just enjoy it, you know, it's, it's, I do, so, but anyway, so the enemy comes, and he, we were created in his image, so we are in the great I am, I am righteous, I am holy, I am like God, I'm created in his image, and then the enemy comes in here, and what does he tell him, am I really, right, and that is the only deceitful thing, that's the only lie the enemy ever has, he has zero power, guys, he's never had any, all he had was a lie, and I've always said this, I said, if he had any power, does, does he hate everybody's guts? Do you believe he has power to kill you? A lot of people do. They think they've got to go through some deliverance and spin a hole through the clouds, and, and then somehow God's going to save them or protect them. And in fact, I was just this mega ministry. I'm, thank God, man, my friend, he's like, uh, he just sent me this thing. This doesn't sit well with me. He goes, you know, there's a difference between the anointing in and the tabernacle, the anointing on. I go, that's just BS. It's like, and I can't believe that what's coming out of these big ministries, I go, he's in all things, reconciling the world to himself. He's in everything. 
He doesn't come on some people and leave. I go, you just become more aware of it sometimes. But he's ne he'll never leave you nor forsake you. These are major ministries. I go, bro, you got it right, man. I said, you're in Jesus, fully anointed, fully tabernacled, the whole kit and caboodle. Stay there. That's the gospel. Follow me? So the only lie is ever going to be you're unweighted. And so Adam and Eve fell. Did that ever change? Not in God's eyes. It never changed. Adam and Eve's eyes go, man, I don't feel like I have the glory of God anymore because I did something wrong. But in God's eyes, he's like, no way. You've always been a son. From the foundation of the world, I had a plan to go redeem you back to me, so you always knew you were my son. Nothing's ever changed. In fact, that's where this name came. I go, what would you feel like if you knew that anything you've ever done incorrectly, he'll never judge you for it. In fact, all he's gonna do is bless you more when you screw up. You're free. That's the gospel. All that's left is the blessing. He's removed every curse, every generational, everything. There's nothing left but this supernatural blessing from the Father back in his house as a son. You have an inheritance to enjoy. That means you, he did the work and you get to enjoy it, right? Does that make sense? So let's, let's go into this a little bit more. Um, I must have the thing off there, Tawana. There, all right. So righteousness. How many of you guys have heard this word righteousness? It's literally this, the, the Hebrew word, the root word zedek or zedok, you know, um, when, when Abram met Melchizedek, the king of righteousness, you guys know what I'm talking about? Zedek, Zedok in Hebrew. It literally means the beam in a scale. Righteousness means you're perfectly, equally balanced to the Father. Because a lot of times people, this made sense to me when I saw Francois de Troyes teach this. I was like, oh, that's beautiful. Because everybody's talking about stupid balance. I go, the only balance we have is we are fully equal the weight and glory of God. That's our balance. Because righteousness, I've heard it taught like this, right standing with God, I go, it's so much better than that. It means you carry the same glory as Jesus himself. Because weight, weight if you go look up in, in Hebrew, uh, weight, glory means weight. It's literally how heavy is it? How heavy, how's the glory? How weighty is it? And so man is co-equal with God is what it says. I created you in my image. You, you're of the same value as what Jesus and the Father have. You carry the same weight as Jesus and the Father. Isn't that beautiful? So if you're still trying to balance yourself, you're going to get into all kinds of religious nonsense. You're going you're to hear stuff like this. Do this more. Pray more. Fast more. Get into the Word more. In fact, I just told this friend, <laughs> this friend of mine, he's like, well, they told me I had to get into the Word more. I said, you've been reading it for 20 years and you don't know what's in it. Stop reading it for about three months. It's not going to hurt you. I said, you still don't know that you're fully in Christ, so don't do it anymore. It's killing you. Does that make sense? If you know, in the, like what I told Lorraine, I said, I know everything. I was joking. I go, but we don't need to know anything else. That's what Paul, Apostle Paul, wrote two-thirds of the New Testament. What did he say? I know nothing anymore but Christ crucified. So that means he knows everything because I don't need to know Jack anymore because I know I'm in Jesus Christ. Does that make sense? That means that old man died, and now the life I live, I get to live what Jesus gets to live. You get to live in the same glory, the same health, the same prosperity. Everything is him because he's made you righteous, perfectly weighted, and balanced. So in Hebrew, weight means kavot. You guys have heard that? It means glory, the glory or weight of God. And in, in, uh, in Greek, it's doxa. So righteousness means you've been perfectly weighted. The weights of you and the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit are perfectly balanced. Down to the very last detail. That's the only balance. And that's why Jesus goes into the temple. If you go read Proverbs, is, uh, he said, listen, I hate unequal balances. 
And what Jesus said, listen, the law, the Psalms, and the prophets, basically the old scriptures are written about what? So that has to be a story about him, right? I know a lot of people read Proverbs, they go, this is the wisdom I'm gonna have, etc." No, it's the wisdom of God. And he goes, I hate unweighted balances. I want you to be yoked with him, perfectly weighted. He goes, I don't want you to think you're unbalanced, where you have to, so he goes into the temple and all these, the, the Pharisees and the Sadducees are teaching everybody you need to balance, right? In fact, they're weighing out the ties and everything, go, if you do this enough, then you're gonna be balanced out with God. And he's like, I hate that. The only balance I like is the perfect balance because you're weighted the same as me. Hallelujah, man, isn't that good? And so we're trying to get all these weird wisdoms out of that. And I go, you're missing the whole thing's about Jesus Christ. That's the only wisdom you need. He's, his, his, he's our wisdom. Our wisdom is I carry the same weight as him. Now, what are the implications of that? Way more than I know. We're just trying to experiment with this a little bit, right? Man, let's try this giving thing. Wow, it actually works. <laughs> Whoa, we carry the same life as God. Hey, let's pray for people and they're healed. I don't feel anything. That's the problem. You don't have to. You carry the same weight and glory as him. Isn't that beautiful? It's just true. And so guess what? When he says, you are in the great I am, you're weighted the same as him, just start being. How do you be something? You just be it. You're just, that's what, who you are. It's not naming and claiming. It's just you start doing it. Does that make any sense to you guys? So I try to wake up in the morning and go, man, I'm supernaturally blessed because I carry the weight of God, man. It's like stuff happens to me. Thank you, Father. Does that make sense? I'm not producing anything. In fact, we do it laying down most of the time. Well, when do you pray and fast? I just don't, sorry. I just wake, wake my mind up every morning and go, man, I, I carry the weight of God. I'm the same glory as Jesus Christ. Things are gonna be good today. Does that help anybody? That's all, that's the only balance you have in Jesus Christ. He's balanced you out to him. Now, who do we need to convince that of? Do we need to convince God of that? No, he knew that from the beginning. Who do we need to be convinced? You, us knuckleheaded us, right? And most of it's just getting the religious nonsense we've been taught for the last 40, 50 years, some of you guys. is Jesus is everything. You don't need to know anything more. Right? Does that make any sense to you guys? Okay, let's keep going then. I'm watching, Tuana. I'm going to get you out on time tonight. I'm practicing for August 26. <laughs> I'm getting out. Right? Hey, King David, the Yankees are winning. They're back up by a game and a half. Life's good, man. Oh, hey, be quiet back there. My wife's good looking. The Yankees are winning. Man, life's good, isn't it? I carry the weight of God. Hallelujah. It's just a wonderful thing. And you see, that's the attitude I want you guys to have. Follow me? And I know, hey, listen, we live on planet Earth. Stuff happens. We got to remind ourselves to, that's not the weight of who we are. So if a health thing happens, a financial thing, guess what? How many of you never had anything happen to them here? It's because you didn't have enough faith, Bree. See, that's stupid. That's the stuff I was taught. I go, no, it just happens sometimes. But guess what? Did that diminish Jesus? See, he did our fasting. He, he went with nothing. He went out into the desert, stripped down bare, no food, no water, no anything. And what did the enemy try to get him to do? Just do something more. Eat from these stones, and then you can have all this stuff. And he goes, listen, that's not how I'm going to live. I'm, my weight, my balance is the word of Jesus Christ. Everything that proceeds out of the Father's mouth, that's who I know who I am. And you can always have hope that way. You can always go, awesome things are going to happen. I know this sucks right now, but awesome things are going to happen in my life. Because that's who I am. I'm fully weighted as Jesus Christ. Sorry if that's like slang, Iowa farm talk, but that just makes sense to me. When I talk like that, I go, that makes sense to the, to the heathen too. If I start talking righteousness, they don't know what I'm talking about. You just go, man, you've been forgiven for everything, and now he just wants to bless you. Let's just, let's just have him bless you, man. Right? Isn't that fun? 
That's way more fun than change your stuff, change this, cut your hair, all this nonsense. So anyway. All right, Romans 10.3. So righteousness now we know means we're equally weighted to the glory of God. It's the balance. It's Zadok. He's the king of balancing you back to himself. That's what literally king of righteousness means. Isn't that cool? I came to be a king to bring you back to perfect relationship and balance to me. That's what I'm king of. That's cool to me when you actually understand balance, right? So if some pastor's telling you to balance something or else, tell them to take a flying leap and he's teaching you religion. Sorry, I don't care how big they are because the only balance we have is we're perfectly weighted in Christ Jesus. Follow me? All right, Romans 10.3, you've all heard this. For I bear, this is Paul talking about the, the Jews. I bear them witness that they have a zeal for God. Aren't a lot of Christians very zealous? We went to Bible school. Weren't they zealous, Laura? That's why I quit before we started. I'm like, if I have to do this, I'm out. Like, <laughs> I, remember, I don't know if you know this, but I remember we were, at, we were eating dinner, and it was like, okay, God's called you to this and all this nonsense. And, uh, and he's like, you get, I had a cold drink with ice in it. He was going to have to stop drinking that. Were you there, Laura, when he told us that? Oh, no, you're going to have to start drinking that. I'm like, why? Uh, he goes, because, you know, the ice in there, it affects your throat. and You can't have a command voice enough. You're going to have to only drink hot tea. This isn't going to go well, because I don't drink hot beer. It's like, I just don't, <laughs> right? I drink cold. So this isn't going to work well. I can't do this righteous deal, you know? <laughs> I just remember thinking, what, what in the world's going on? Follow me? You ever drink a cold soda? Or you like them warm, so your command voice, Ramiko. Yeah, just come on. Like, <sighs> anyway, so people are zealous. They think they're doing the right thing. No question. Hey, listen, I, I was there. I, I used to teach the most ridiculous stuff. That's why when I finally understood grace, I was like, take all that stuff off. It was all wrong. And we were excited about it, weren't we? Because we were like, how, do you, how did you admit you're wrong? It was the most glorious day of my life because I get to drink cold stuff again. It's like wonderful, right? <laughs> I was just like, Yes, all that was a lie. It's wrong. I'm waited to Jesus because I'm in him. He did, before the foundation of the world, he made me him. What a deal. What do I need to do? Just be that. Cool. I bet he stays at the Legend Suites at Yankee Stadium. That's where we're going, sweetie. Right? That's the life we get to live now. Not the Rangers. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. So, all right, so here's what Paul's going. He's, listen, all you religious people, I get it, man. You're very serious about what you do. You're zealous, but not according to knowledge. You don't understand, what you're, you're, you're ignorant, is what he's saying. You don't understand anything. For they being ignorant of God's righteousness, God's balance, the king of Zedek, the king of balance. I, think about that. I'm the king of balance. I'm gonna balance you back to me. That's my kingdom, is I'm gonna make you like me perfectly in every way, not down to the very last micro ounce or whatever that weight is. I don't even know what that is. 10 to the negative 6, Joe, whatever that is. See, we're engineers. It's micro. We know that. Minus 10 to the negative 6, right? All right. So all you engineers, you know what I'm talking about. For they being ignorant of God's righteousness and seeking to establish their own. See, this is, this is when somebody tells you you need to balance him with something. Get into the word more. Uh, balance faith and grace. Balance uh, uh, anything. Just know you're hearing something that's not accurate. You just are. Because it doesn't give you assurance. I got some gospel news, incredible news. Your debt's paid, but only until you deserve it. <laughs> Boy, here's the good news. It's incredible news. Watch, this is awesome news. As soon as your belief gets above your unbelief, now your debt's paid. That's not good news to me anymore. 
Because I'm back in that equation. See, the, the good news was the Father and the Son cut a covenant and I just get to go, I'm in that? Yes, you're in him. He, he's the perfect covenant keeper. You get every blessing that Jesus deserved. Isn't that wonderful? Well, I'm not good at anything. Perfect. You were the candidate he came from. <laughs> it's that, actually, you'll do better. You really will. Because the, the better we are at stuff, we think it's us. Does that make sense? And I'm just rather go, man, I, I, Lord. <laughs> Exhibit A, here we are. <laughs> Let's shock some people. <laughs> He drinks beer and eats hot dogs. I know. I'm the healthiest guy you know. It's wonderful. It's incredible because my balance came from him. Why well, don't do that? That's your problem. He gave it to us to enjoy. In fact, I'll tell you, I just need to share this with you. I love because uh, some of you guys went to, I know, who, who went to John Crowder? I know Josh and you guys went. Yeah, wasn't that fun? I'm just reading the, his book, and uh, I told this to Barb. I probably, I'm sharing all my secrets. I'm just, this is who I am, okay? So I'm, I'm dating her at the Air Force Academy, and, and uh, she's like, well, we should go to church. I'm like, God, I've been doing that. Went to Catholicism about 18. And I remember telling her, I go, sweetie, I just don't trust any religious guy that won't drink a beer with me. And then we read in John Crowder's book, he goes, I don't trust anybody that won't drink a beer. I go, you are my new hero, man, because that, that's what... <laughs> I'm like, if you're so set apart based on your own rules, I don't trust you. Because you're going to do the things you don't want to do, and the things you want to do, you're not going to do. So you're going to say all the right stuff, and then behind the scenes, you're going to be doing something that you shouldn't be doing. I believe that with all my heart. Does that make sense? So I don't care if you do it or not do it, but don't, don't criticize anybody for doing it or not doing it, because he came eating and drinking. Drinking what? Water, grape juice. No, they called him a wine bibber. He was enjoying the feast. Does that make sense? She grew up on a winery. How can I tell her not to drink wine? Because she's not as holy as the people that don't. No, you're, you're perfectly balanced in him. Why don't you enjoy life for once? Right? Does that make any sense to you guys? I'm not telling you to go run. Here's the wild part about it. When you truly understand all that, you don't abuse it. It's a, you, you actually enjoy it how it was meant to be enjoyed. You just enjoy life. It's, it's kind of fun. I don't eat all the nutty bars and all the stuff in my house because I'm not, I know I can eat it, so I don't eat it. Does that make sense? If you're under this, I'm going to go on a diet. You're going to gain weight because you're going to put yourself under a rule. I can't do that. No, you can do all things in him. It's amazing. All right? All right. For they're being ignorant of God's righteousness and, not, and seeking to establish their own, hey, I do this or don't do this more, and that's going to make me better, somehow deserving of Christ. Right? Have not submitted to the righteousness of God. He goes, I know you're trying to jump through all these religious hoops, but you're ignorant. You haven't submitted to the righteousness of God. And what is the, the righteousness, the balance of God? You're perfectly already there. You're perfectly balanced. You carry the same weight and glory as Jesus Christ himself. You think you're trying to add to it. You're seeking to establish your own, but you don't get it. You're not submitting to, he's already balanced you in Christ, perfectly weighted and gloried in him. You carry the same healing power of Christ. You came to share everything that he has. You're perfect down to the very last micro ounce. Isn't that beautiful? We are the glory of God today. We're it. Isn't that beautiful? The only thing I got to get to you is you to believe it. Because how many of you guys think you're going to mess up maybe this week? I might. You know who you're going to have to convince that this is true again? You. It actually gets, kind of gets fun after a while. All right, Lord, here we go. Again. One more time. 
<laughs> right? All right, so stop trying to seek your own and just be righteous. That's what he's trying to say. The righteousness of God is a free gift, is what he says. You guys understand that? All right, the righteousness of God, for Christ is the end of the law, trying to be good enough for righteousness to everyone who believes. Believes what? That's what I love to ask Christians. I'm a believer. A lot of people believe stuff. What? What do you believe? In fact, I, even with these friends, these religious guys, again, I was like, man, I try this everywhere I go. I don't care how big the church is. I go, what, what's the new covenant? What, what does believing in Christ mean? And you get the most ridiculous answers from the elders and the pastors. I'm like, who taught you that? That's not what it even says. It always comes down to your actions and cleaning your life up. Always, always. And I go, that, eh, wrong answer. It's just, right? It's what Red shared. He goes, hey, we win in the end. No, the end, the end says we've already won. Amen? We're not waiting for this victorious thing. He goes, all things have already become new. Now start to enjoy it. So I'm just telling you, you don't have to plant things in your basement and, unless you've got a hydroponics business. That, that's, uh, I particularly don't. So, uh, um, but you don't need to go for the end time, all that. It's like, no, no, the, all that's going to go is glory to glory. It's just, it's, we, the end, go read the end of the book. The end of the book says, listen, the doors are always open day and night, and the spirit and the bride, who's the bride? You and I say, come in and enjoy the party. It's already open forever. The kingdom is open doors. Does that make sense? Unless your hair is too long and you went to the bar. I hate it. I hate it, hate it, hate it. In fact, David, did you share that? Is that how you greeted today? <laughs> I love it. He goes, I'm a greeter. I said, what do you say? He goes, hey, welcome to Freedom Ministries. Happy hour starts today. They go, that's catchy. We could probably start doing that. It's like, uh... <laughs> oh, please. Thank you, Lord. All right. All right. So, okay, 2 Corinthians 5, 17. We'll end on this. How am I doing? Ooh, good. All right. Therefore, if anyone is, in fact, if you go look at this, it sounds like, um, if therefore, if anyone's in Christ, he said, listen, if all are in Adam, all are in Christ. So if all are in Christ, what he's trying to say is some of you guys are not in Christ and some of you guys are. He goes, no, if you read this in English, he's trying to say the whole world has been reconciled to Christ. Now, do people believe that? No. So our message is the gospel of reconciliation. We, we tell them what Jesus already did. And those heavens, those doors at the end of Revelation are open. Anybody can come in anytime and we're supposed to tell them it's open. He's reconciled you. He's balanced you perfectly to the weight of of the father again, you've never left the, the sonship. You're back in the house with all the rights of a son, okay? So, the, it, so it says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. So are you a new creation? Go new is the opposite of what? Old. There's an old covenant and there's a new covenant. And it says when Jesus rose again, how many things became new? All. So how's, how, what's left out of all? Nothing. You're in. You're in this deal. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to get you to get. Does that make sense? I'm in this wild deal where I pray for people and they're healed. I, I give and money comes back. And it's just, man, I carry the glory of God. Hallelujah. He uses me. Yes, I'm a perfect candidate because I'm not very good at a lot of stuff. Right? So, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, look, is what that means. All things have become new. How many things? So, your old self, guess what? It's gone. He died it away. It's not, his death was your death. His life is now your life. Isn't that beautiful? So stop trying to stop sinning. It's, go, it's over. The sin program's over. Stop trying to do anything on your own. Just go, I am in him. Hallelujah. 
Now, some days I feel more bold in that than others. I got to be honest. I'm like, I am in him. Um, <laughs> Lord, I'm supposed to know this stuff. Help my unbelief. No problem. It's only the guys who boast in their own stuff and their life's a mess typically. <laughs> so he's a new creation of all things. Now, all things are of God. That literally means genitive. It means everything that is, is from him. Think about that. So when, we, when you go to work tomorrow, everything you do is of him. It's like you can expect him is really what it is. Now all things are of God who has reconciled, that's the Greek word katalasso, us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us this ministry of reconciliation. See, this is where I, I just, I go, man, I, I've, been, I've been hearing this word over and over and over from all these ministries these last two weeks. Balance, 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 balance. I go, no, it's unbalanced. It's hyper unbalanced. We're way, guys, you and yourself, how weighty are you compared to the Father? But he goes, I've made you righteous, amen? And you are completely balanced in me. Woo, that's good news to me. Maybe not you. So, all right. He's reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us, all of us, this ministry. We're supposed to be telling people, dude, the sin thing's over. Stop worrying about that. All he wants to do is pour out his blessing, his healing, his provision, everything. I don't feel like it. Perfect. He likes to do stuff when you don't feel like it, just to shock you. He doesn't, see, oh man, I, reading this mirror Bible, I just love it. Because all of us have turned, and I, I, I heard this, it was like kind of a scary verse. It says, listen, if you deny me before men, I'll deny you before the Father. Ever heard that? She's like, man, we better never deny him because he's going to deny him to the Father. But if you look up that root word, it, li it literally means contradict. So it means this. Let's say I, I uh, I'm just going to pick Joe because Joe's got a good self-image, so this isn't about you, right? So I go, hey, Joe, uh, you need to clean your act up because God can only bless people, and he only answers prayer if your, your pipe's clean. You need a pipe cleaner, right? You guys have heard that, though, haven't you? The biggest ministry in the country teach that nonsense. He doesn't, your pipe, it's like a pipe, and he can't get through that thing, and like, it's no different than the, the charismatics trying to unspool demons over my house. Right? That, that's not even accurate. It's, it's not even close. It's, it's not that. It's none of that. Follow me? I don't know what I was going to say now. I've got, I was, I was, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So we think you better never contradict God before man because then he's, the Father's going to... Here's what it, what it really means. They go, if I say you're a sinner, it literally means contradict. He said, even though you say... I'm a sinner, and you call yourself a sinner, Jesus is going to contradict that. He's going to go, no, they're not, Father. I'm the intercessor above everybody. I don't care what they say. I cannot deny myself, and I will always tell the Father who you are in me. <sighs> See, nothing's about us. It's so beautiful when you understand it, because I remember even we, we got hyper-religious on that. You better pray in Jesus' name, because if you deny him, then he's going to deny you. Well, crap, I better say Jesus then. And, you know? And it's not even what it means. I said, even if I don't say Jesus and I don't have enough faith ever, he cannot deny himself. He will contradict my unbelief, my belief in who I am to the Father. He goes, they have perfect faith. They have perfect belief. They have perfect righteousness. They have perfect blessing. They have perfect health because every one of those guys are in me, Father. I don't care what my kids down here say. This is what I say. That's what that means. Isn't that beautiful? It's because the Jews are going, listen, you have, to be, you have to follow all these laws to be righteous. He goes, I'm going to contradict that to, be, to the Father. I don't care what you say. I cannot deny myself. I'm going to just tell the Father who you really are in me, despite you. Isn't that beautiful? 
All right, I'm on it, Tawana. Okay, now all things are of God. The meaning is genitive. It's from him, us to himself through Jesus. That is that God was in Christ reconciling the whole world, the cosmos is literally what it says, to himself. He waited you back to him, not imputing their trespasses to them and has committed to us this message or this word of reconciliation. And Catalasso literally translates as reconciliation, a mutual exchange of equal value. You perfectly carry the glory of Jesus Christ. That's the message we're supposed to be telling the world. None of this balanced nonsense. I go, it's perfectly unbalanced because he gave you back to himself. He's reconciled every one of you back to perfect perfection in him. Full of his weight, full of his glory, full of his healing power, full of everything in him. And stop trying to be, just be, I am. Does that make sense? There's no balance. The only balance is really good news. So let's finish. Get to your feet. How'd I do? Pretty good, man. See, we're going to be able to get to 8 o'clock. Wings and worship, we'll get there. I'm practicing. Woo. See, I had to get motivated for it. <laughs> I need a little external motivation. Whatever it takes, Vicky. Exactly right. I can be bought. Little wings and worship. Yeah, like I can do this thing. So, no, that's just fun to me. I'm like, we are the church. It's, it's not this goofy building. It's, we're, we are the temple. We're everything. Follow me? It's relationships. It's, it's so... Anyway, if you fall down laughing in the spirit, we'll just sit there and watch the game and enjoy ourselves. So that's, you can do that too. All right. If you're taught you need to balance, it will lead to all kinds of religious striving. Because all that means, guys, is the original sin. Are you really the full weight and glory of Jesus? Yeah, but I've done all these things, Lord. My priest told me this. My pastor told me this. My Bible study told me this. Right? You need to get your life cleaned up. He's not going to come back for a dirty bride. I just heard that one. Dude, that's why I'm just like, I'm just, I'm, I'm amazed I'm still alive, actually. Just, I just get myself in these situations. And it's all these prominent guys in this big church in town. He won't come back for a spotless bride, then he ain't ever coming back for you. If you have to clean yourself up, how many guys know he's already given you this, the, the clean garments? You're, you're in him. He's already married you. He's not coming back. He already married you. That's right. We're at the marriage feast of the Lamb right now. Follow me? Okay. You guys know what I'm talking about? Anytime they start teaching balance, what does that, what does that assume? I'm not quite there. And you're going to go, you need to read your Bible more. You need to listen. You're in him. If you know that, you know everything. Period. End of story. Go enjoy life. So the Father's given you righteousness or the balance of Jesus. That's really what righteousness means. The kavot, the, the sadok. The perfect balance and weight of Jesus himself back in the family. That's righteousness. It's way more powerful than right standing. You carry him and he carries you. You're equals again. Back in the father's family. You can do what he, he does. Because of you? Nope. Because he made you that. He's given you the gift of righteousness. So you were created in his image. Christ is and has always been your true identity. Isn't that beautiful? See, Adam and Eve believe the wrong thing. I am, and then the enemy comes in and goes, are you really? So we all have these situations in life. Things happen to us. Um, how many of you know that everything happens to us is pretty much our fault? <laughs> right? So I know we try to get out of it and go, why is this happening to me? Because I'm me. Right? So that's why we need to renew ourselves, because I, I hear all this religious stuff. Well, if you would stop doing that, no. They don't know their identity is why. They're just trying to treat the symptom versus the root. The root is they don't know they're perfectly holy, righteous, blessed in every single way with everything because he, he made you him. 
And he gives you everything that Jesus deserves. See, if we think we don't have it, we're either going to continue to strive or the young people are just going to go like this and go, I'm out. I'm going to a furries tonight. I had to drag Laura out of her furries one night. <laughs> That's a lie. Should I tell you the story? We were all out for her birthday, and she's like, what did you guys do when you were young? I said, we went to this total dive bar called a furries. She's, <laughs> Your pastor took you to a furries. It was wonderful, though, wasn't it? Yeah. I was like, let's go. Let's just go. Let's see. It's just fun. Come on. None of us were stupid. Does that make sense? Because we know. I just wanted to show her what we used to do when we were young and stupid. <laughs> but that's what we did. Follow me? And was I perfectly balanced and glorified in him? Never changed. Isn't that wild? Thank you, Lord, that I get to be in this church. Because I get thrown out of every other one. But I'm not nearly as wild as Crowder. Am I? Huh? <laughs> no, not you. He's like, no, me. <laughs> no, I wasn't pointing at you like that. I was saying John Crowder. So anyway, we're all in that same boat, really. So, hey, stop this thing. If you've got to clean yourself up, you'll be cleaning for a long time. You're going to run out of bristle pads, man. It's just you can't do it. It's, uh, you can't do it. You just got to finally go, oh, I submit to the righteousness of God. I'm perfectly weighted and gloried in him, okay? So let's just end the same way we started. You know what? The prayer he will always answer is just lavage your nonsense out on me, Lord. Lavage what Jesus deserves out on my life, my businesses, my finances, my, my marriage, my relationships. Give me the whole thing and then give me a little bit more because you do exceedingly abundant beyond what they think or ask. Totally unweighted in the world, but perfectly balanced in you, Lord. So we just thank you, Father. We thank you for supernatural things this week in their businesses. And they can wake up in the morning and just go, that's who I am. I am supernaturally natural. Things just happen to me because I carry the weight of God. It's as if Jesus himself is walking through my business. Jesus himself is walking through my company when I show up. I carry his glory, his weight. So Father, I thank you that they're perfectly healthy. Supernatural healings just take place in every, every cell of their body down to the very DNA. Heal them in Jesus' magnificent name, Lord. Father, we thank you that their bodies are perfectly healed from this day forward. Father, we thank you for supernatural results in their business. We thank you for radical restorations in their marriages, radical restorations in their, in their lives, in their friendships, everything, because we carry your weight and glory. We just say it's done in Jesus' magnificent name. Amen, amen, amen. amen.